toilet toilet's running. Toilet is filling up. <laughs> okay. Is it still filling up? Is it not getting your voice? It is. It's just a lot. Like, see how big your sine waves are compared to mine? Yeah. That's because yours is a hot mic. <laughs> toilet, toilet. toilet is still going. <laughs> And Ooh, it's so loud. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back to Homework with Friends. We hope that's a little cup of coffee. <laughs> cup of coffee. Wake up in the morning on baby. your Thursday morning. Uh guys, this is Homework with Friends. You know, I can't help that hot mic. Yeah, if you want a little behind the scenes information, one of our mics for some reason records a little bit hotter than the other. I said that about the same volume as I'm talking right now. Yeah, and I, uh, well, not 100% true. Welcome back to Homework <laughs> with Friends. This is a podcast where you come for the homework and you stay with the friends. I, wait, stay for the, oh boy. No, you can stay with us too. Stay, we're looking for a new roommate. We're running <laughs> We're running an Airbnb out of our Try apartment. Try to make that rent cheap, but uh, my name's Logan. My name is Dalton. We're going to go ahead and assign each other homework around the 20-minute mark. Wait, <laughs> do homework? Oh, boy. Guys, we have a special announcement this week. This is... We're back to the wine. We're back, <laughs> <laughs> We're back to the wine, baby. Yeah, so if uh, levels are a little bit off, if we're a little bit We're spacey, all thrown off. We haven't really done a true wine podcast yeah. in a while. We're back. So we're, we are really back, and this is going to be... This is going to harken back to some of our earlier episodes, because we have... Nothing for the beginning of this episode. Got nothing. Nothing. No emails. Got no emails. Got no tweets. No tweets. No text messages. I haven't got a single text about uh, it. Not a single Facebook message. Yeah, well, that makes sense. We <laughs> don't really have a Facebook set up for the podcast. but You're not wrong. But uh, we, we're just going to go to some vintage style eps. This is a classic Homework with Friends episode. We're back to the beginning. Season, or semester three is... Take me back to the start. That's Coldplay. Oh. Well, I don't want to hear that again. <laughs> <laughs> Noted. Go ahead and cut that shit out. Won't do it. And it's right. just like, do you guys remember the beginning where Dalton used to sing Coldplay and I'd be like, hey, cut that shit out. First seven episodes I sang Coldplay. Every single yeah. time. And if you don't know and that... Was, oh, yellow. Cut that shit out. <laughs> See? Isn't this fun, you guys? Why are you talking directly to the, to the laptop? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm looking at the laptop as I'm talking. I'm talking to the audience out there. <laughs> the audience loves hearing straight from us as if we're talking to them. We're rocking, we're rocking this like a live app. Yeah, and audience, you're doing great out there. Let's go ahead and door the Explorer it up. Audience, what are you doing today? Why weren't you being stupid? Well, I'm talking to the audience. <laughs> wait, what? Wait, what? Right now, you're being stupid. You're just out here being stupid. That's the audience. Uh, I don't I don't think the audience is stupid. All right. I think the audience is much smarter than us. Got any homework hot seat stuff? Ooh, good question. Homework hot seat. Do 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 do. What is your first memory at school? First memory at school? Sure. Ever? Yeah. Uh, I believe that my first memory at school i have a lot of vivid memories of being in kindergarten uh okay. but only of winter i remember having to like having cubbies where you put like all your winter Once stuff you got there yeah because yeah. you like your parents would strap you up with like a snow suit and like big old snow boots and mm. and a hat and a jacket and made you look like a little like a freaking marshmallow so you felt frustrated on your yes. initial days at school and well, the winter days. Based on how many stuff you had to take off. I hate having to wear that much stuff. Ooh. Uh, and then you, you get to school, you take it all off, it's all wet, and you shove it in those tiny little cubbies, and you have like a change <laughs> of shoes and stuff that you put on. This is your first memory. I think so. I mean, you asked. Like, what? <laughs> Just taking off a bunch of snowy, wet shit at school. I don't remember. Do you remember, like, uh, do you have vivid memories of kindergarten? Kindergarten. I don't. I just uh, remember the cubby thing. Yeah, I certainly do of kindergarten. Of kindergarten? Mm-hmm. All right, I guess your brain's better than mine. I got preschool memories. Oh, wait, I remember safety school. Ah, here we I go. didn't go to preschool. You went to safety school? It was a thing called safety school. What'd they do I didn't there? have to go to preschool because I started school kind of early. Oh, smart guy over here. Um, 
But safety school <laughs> was like a little program where they teach you how to like ride your bike right and like how to be a safe little citizen. I remember that. I was in the red group. Oh. A lot of most people in my were si- in the red yeah, group. No, in my city went to it. Went to safety school. Yeah, mm. it was a big deal. It's kind of a fun school to have. Mm-hmm. I didn't do that. I went to normal preschool. I went safety school kindergarten. <laughs> Fucking genius. But <laughs> <laughs> if like as you're about to graduate high school, they're like, well, it turns out you never did preschool. You didn't do preschool, so you got to go back to the start. <laughs> and I turns out I never did safety school. <laughs> <laughs> and they just go, you're at a. You're 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 running a risk here. I said that's why I'm so dangerous. Well, that's why you never use that. Learn how to use scissors. I still don't. Never never touched a pair of scissors in your life. It's cut towards you, right? Yeah, always while running. Yeah, oh, heard about that. Heard about that one for sure. <laughs> um, well, I think my first memory is the. I think I remember the very first day of preschool. Oh, get I think out of I town. truly do. I don't believe you because I remember number one not. I didn't understand why I was getting dropped off. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it must have been, besides going like, family houses and stuff like yeah. that, I was like, I don't remember, like, so I'm staying here. I'm just going to be here for How long? Like, I just kind of remember that little <laughs> thing. And I remember there's, like, other kids. Yeah. And some of them were freaking out crying. Just totally got Makes it sense, ahead yeah. of me with the, the feeling that their parents were gone. And we're going to be gone, and yeah. now we're with these strangers for what felt like an eternity until mm-hmm. the cars show back up and you go home. I don't remember anything about preschool, really. And then you go, wait, we do this again tomorrow? Yeah, I do this every day. And I remember I had some preschool friends and stuff like that, but that first day especially was seeing, I remember this, was this little blonde girl, mm-hmm. uh, but her hair was cut like a boy, which was blowing my mind. And... <laughs> You're so intolerant. Man. I know, man. It, it was uh, it was '96. It's a different time. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "There's only two genders." That's what I said. Is there's a, only two? You said that, and then you said, "There's only two haircuts, too." Yeah, girl and boy. And you ain't got you ain't got the right one. You p- pick one. <laughs> oh wow, we're having some fun at the podcast, guys. You're fucked up. Don't you remember how alt right we were at the first three episodes? We're still alt right. It's all an alt right podcast. Uh, today's episode, we're going to be reading the sequel to Holes <laughs> and doing something else you guys liked back in the day. What are you talking about? Are you going to finish this story? That's the end of the story. Is I was an intolerant little kid. And... <laughs> That's the whole story. I've changed. Well, I, I... <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I remember the kids crying. Uh-huh. I remember feeling like I was supposed to be crying as well but then i also quickly saw the the teachers yeah going like hey you're fine we're adults mm-hmm. and we're women and i just assumed that they were all our new moms or something like that <laughs> and you're my new mom so three moms cool like let's get at it i was like apparently cool with that but no. <laughs> <laughs> guys if you're out there thinking i'm a bigot i'm not i'm joking come on but you did hate the girl with the boy haircut. I was confused, for sure. Uh, but I don't think I ever really held it against her. But oh, the, the new three moms were pretty cool. Then I realized my real mom was still out there, and she came and picked me up. And you at that point, I had bonded with the new moms and, and didn't quite didn't, want to see you her. You didn't want her. You didn't like her very much at all. I remember I quickly took to the idea of friends at school. Yeah. I liked having pals... And it also didn't cross my mind that they could be my friends outside of school. Yeah, either. well, preschool is just a is just a hangout. Oh, yeah, we you were sitting around. We were learning about butterflies. We'd go outside, ride tricycles. That's what we did at safety school. It's basically what we did at liberal arts college. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> That's yeah. orientation at a liberal arts college. <laughs> Uh, pepper in a couple more questions that make you cry, and then you're there. Yeah, people cried more at college than they did in preschool. <laughs> uh, but that's the end of that tale. Well, guys, today we're going to be doing a new kind of episode. Okay. A new theme. What's the new theme? Well, you know what it is. It's where we take the day that the episode launches on, and we do a homework assignment about a historical event or person born on that day. That is right. A- and we hope you like it. Are we going right, right no, now? No, right no, 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 no. Oh. This is a segue. Just inter- <laughs> I'm slating the episode for later. Oh. So here's what we're on the Slate Podcast Network. Yes, it's our new announcement. We are a part of a network. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Here's we're not. What I, here's what I got to say, guys. 
If you like this episode, sweet, cool. Write us about it. We're going to say, we're going to take your silence as positivity. Mm-hmm. You only send negative stuff if you hate it. Please. Here's the other thing. The fact that we're doing this episode means we didn't have a lot of ideas last week. We got nothing. So if you want to help us out. There's only so much work to do. We've got a few in the can and we just didn't look them up, but feel free to shoot us an email with friends at gmail.com. If you want to phone into the podcast too, call us. You're more than welcome. This so far has been a guestless semester. Uh, we're sorry, guys. But primarily because of us. Yes. Because I would we've, say we've put in zero effort to get to them. Yeah. Wednesday, the, the day we record, comes sooner and sooner every week. I know that defies logic, but it truly does. <laughs> and so we just never think of getting people on. Yeah, it really feels like sometimes I go to bed, podcast is up, wake up the next day, new podcast recording. You're like, oh, we got to record this every single day. <laughs> Turns out there's six days in between. Been in a loop. But you know what? I'm going to go on the line right now and say, hey, maybe a podcast favorite Tyler might be back soon. No. Okay, Tyler's out. Just kidding, he might. We actually got some traction. Tyler, wait, is it hashtag bring Tyler back? No one, no one tweeted that. Oh, you're right. So he's got to stay gone. Guess he's gone until we get eight tweets that say hashtag bring Tyler. Our back. other guests, not allowed back. Uh, you know, Sarah and Kaylee, they're never coming back. We never got any tweets about them. No, uh, we run this podcast solely off Twitter. Off of tweets, uh, we got. You know, Robbie's never been a guest. Super fan Robbie. Super fan. A lot of our super fans have not been guests. No, they haven't. So maybe we ought to get the super fans. Hey, you know what, guys? All of our super fans, come on out to Chicago. This can all be off mic. No. Oh. We do everything on mic. We do it all on mic. We do it all on mic. This is the only time we see each other during the week, guys. So what else we got? What else can we fill this rapport building with? (laughs) We got so little this week. We don't have a lot. We spent, guys, we spent the day together. Ugh. Ugh. Disgusting. We never see each other that much before oh, the recordings. Our, we, we haven't turned on our heat in our apartment. That's, a, that's oh, a thing. You guys, I almost burned down the apartment. Oh, that was a good one. Oh, man, oh, man. That was a good one. Well, you guys ever do that thing where you don't have any food at all, but None. you're fairly inebriated, uh-huh. and so you decide to just kind of make anything you got? Anything you got? Let's let's rewind the clock a little bit. This is Saturday. We're hanging out with some pals, some new pals, kind of. Saturday with new pals. Yeah, believe it or not, the boys can make some new friends. We're over at their apartment. I get a little, I get a little too drunk. A little too drunk. Too drunk to go to the next destination. This, to me, the apartment was the final destination, and I was just gonna walk back to our apartment. Mm-hmm. So they call an Uber. They all pile in the Uber. Close the door. I say, I'm going back home, guys. See you later. See you later. <laughs> Logan's gone. To which the, the new friends thought it was a bit, but it, it was not. <laughs> Just went home. Didn't think I was that gone. I didn't think I was that drunk. No, we knew. I knew. Yeah, a little weird. And so we get, I do, not we. There's no we about it. Just go back home. Smash a bowl of spaghetti I have left over. Bowl of spaghetti. Uh, I had a few little kind of chicken nuggets that I nuked up, mm-hmm. smashed those smashed right down. Those. Believe I ate about a pint of ice cream. Boy, still hungry. Boy was still hungry. Realized I had these big fat. <laughs> I didn't. You did not tell me that you had ate all of that before. Ate this. so much. <laughs> so, at that point, I start to feel like a little like, like I pulled the <laughs> I pulled the tenders out before my stomach settled. I yeah. should say I was still like, rawr, rawr, like I gotta fill it all up. So I, <laughs> I pull the tenders out, preheat the oven, uh, put the tenders on a little tray, mm-hmm. sprayed the tray. So that was good. That was you a good meal prep. Tray. And then I'm asleep. <laughs> Boom. Sleep. I recall before I made the decision to go to bed, thinking about the tenders, I was like, I don't need the tenders. And as far as I knew. <laughs> if you don't need them. It turns off. They go away. As far <laughs> as I knew, the tenders were still out, but at least not in the oven and that the oven was turned off. I thought, I didn't even know I really, you know what, I say I preheated the oven. I didn't even think I preheated the oven. I yeah. thought I just pulled the tenders out, put them on a tray and went, eh, don't need these. Cut to. Cut to. Four o'clock, I wake up to a text message sound, which was from Dalton. That's me. Uh, the other host of Homework with Friends, <laughs> and a picture of what looked like four pieces of charcoal <laughs> on the 
on <laughs> a, a sheet, a metal sheet pan. <laughs> and a funny, he had a funny joke. I think he said, like, something along the lines, I should have left him in about 10 minutes longer. Don't want to get salmonella. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember I woke up and I was like, oh, that's pretty fucking funny. I was like, oh, that was me. <laughs> and that's when I realized I... I guess I put them in the oven. You had the oven on. And you had it on, I think, like 450. Yeah, I had them on pretty hot. (laughs) Pretty hot for those Which was crazy because I got home at about 4 in the morning. Yeah. I'm assuming you put them in at about midnight? Right about then, yeah. And that was also the night of the time change. So that was five straight hours at 450. I didn't even know the daylight savings time nuance to that. Oh, wow. So that's five hours. Hey, here's what I, here's what I, here's what I'll tell you, Don. I got the gas bill this month. <laughs> no, this no, isn't the first time you've done this. I did this back in college. Yeah, uh, which isn't that should be the last time I've done it. I shouldn't have done it again. Uh, and the, I'm a grown man. The thing about it is, college was a little bit cuter. It was a little bit cuter. I think other people that we lived with are upset. By the sheer fact that you didn't give a shit about the dangerous part of it, you just yeah. kept yelling flat rate. Yeah, yeah. So for for reference, at the time, it, we our gas was on a flat rate, so yes. it was just it was only, no matter how much you use. It was a pure monthly bill, and it was adjusted yearly based on how much was used within like a quarter or two quarters, also known as half a year. So I, <laughs> so we had really cheap gas at the time. So the person who was mainly mad at me, I assumed, was more mad at me based on the money. That we will have lost on how much gas. So I just kept going, eh, it's a flat rate. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to do with the fact that you could have burnt all this of us to charred a brick of a pizza. Yeah. Here's the other thing I have to say about people who've left their oven on. Oven on. Oh, boy. Over. <laughs> oh, boy. on. Guys, this, this, this is a fun app. <laughs> of people who've left the oven on before. And you're living. Hey, guys, we got away with it. I think that it's... it's it's dangerous, but not as dangerous as people make it out to be. It's like I was not concerned about it being left on at all. I think it's inadvisable. Certainly, yeah. it's not good to have that happening within your oven. You're charring the shit out of something. Your apartment smells like Dookie. You could have a gas leak. That's dangerous. We mm. don't have open windows. Uh, that was that was the main that my only issue with it. I wasn't like, oh, the house almost burnt down, or oh, the gas yeah. bill. I was like, oh, our house smells like shit now. Yeah, it smells bad. I have bad. to open the windows when it's thirty five yeah, degrees. It's freezing out. We open the windows, <laughs> and guys, the story continues to develop. It's a horribly dynamic story, and it's ever changing. But ever changing story. Even today, we are still <laughs> feeling the effects of this. Additional repercussions six days later. Or four or five days later, in that we didn't realize we had one of the op- windows still wide open. Yeah, and we haven't turned our heat on yet. No, yeah, that's and it is Chicago. Yeah, it was freezing. It's probably about now that the sun's falling. It's probably about thirty-five degrees out. Snow's coming any day. We don't want to turn the heat on. We're, we're refusing to. But golly, it was a chilly day today. Tough day in the apartment. But we figured out the window. We closed the window. We're doing great. We're back at it. The wine probably also isn't hurting. It's not hurting. It's maybe may hurting the podcast, but I also have a full... I think it's hurting the podcast. Here's the thing. Guys. I don't think it's hurting the podcast. We haven't done this in a while. I think I'm having fun. I haven't been drunk on this podcast in a long time. Hey, come along for the ride, guys. Strap in. <laughs> a toot-toot, baby. You want to know the other plot twist? What's the other plot twist? We're recording this at 5.20, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's 5 in the afternoon. 5 o'clock somewhere. It we're spiraling, guys. Get us help. Yeah. Get us help. Well, look, here's the deal. Both of our moms listen to this. Get us help. I, don't, I think my mom fell off. <laughs> here's the other thing. This is our Saturday. That is our Saturday. It's yeah. our Saturday, you guys. Yeah. So I know you weren't judging us at home, and this is us merely uh, uh, reflecting our own insecurities about the current situation. But get off our backs, man. Hey. Get off our fucking backs about it. Hey, I'm going to grade this report building an A+. A+. Shut up out there. Yeah, probably the best we've ever done. Time to do homework. Yeah. 20 minutes. In, th- in, a, in about a minute. <laughs> <laughs> For anyone who just jumped ahead. So what we did this week, we'll catch you guys up on what the homework is, is we picked November 8th, which is the day this episode is going to drop, mm-hmm. and we picked an event. I think you already did this. I know I already did this, but I'm catching people up just okay. in case this gets okay. ahead. Okay. Okay. I'm, not, I'm, I'm with it. Okay. <laughs> You're with it. You ever been, uh, listen to NPR? They go like, welcome back. 
Welcome back. And then to recap the past 40 minutes, we've Uh, done this and this and this. And and now it's time for another break. And now it's time for this. And thank you to MeUndies for sponsoring the podcast. (laughs) So, I had to do uh, Mm -hmm. a battle uh, or a... Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Your homework was on what? It it was on the Battle of Andrasis. Got it. Which was, of course, a space battle in the second Star Wars film. Yes. Psych, it wasn't. Just kidding. He tricked us all. Yeah. And then you... My homework was on Ursula Haverbeck. Of course. And strap in, guys. Yeah, oh. We got a villain. Ooh, we might have something good. <laughs> okay, so, Don, if I remember correctly, you were the head of class last week. I was the head of the so class. So it's up to you. Would you like to go first or second? I'll go second. Let's. let's, let's I'm going to drink a whole bunch more wine and see oh, where this God. goes. <laughs> I haven't even had a sip yet this podcast. Let me. Yeah, you're totally sober, you Here, little hey, bitch. Don't uh, entertain the folks out there. Yeah, dirty little. Uh, no, thanks. <laughs> hey, and we're back with homework with friends. All right, everybody, strap in. So here is my homework for the week. It is the Battle of Andrasis. Andrasos. Which took place when? It took place on November 8th, the day, I hope, you're listening to this. It was a one-day battle? Uh, yes, it was. It was actually pretty oh, quick. And I, I can get into it here uh, over the course of the next 20 minutes. But it took place in the year 1960. No. <laughs> 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 you took know, place in 1960. You know when the Battle of Andrasa started for the Byzantine Empire. Do we not talk about this ever? Yeah, Why come on, guys. Nobody's <laughs> talking about this. This is another conspiracy. The Byzantine Empire is still going strong. So, no, the Battle of Andrasis, Androsos, Andrusis, it's spelled a few different ways, uh, took place in 960. 960. That makes more sense. Part of that first thousand years uh, Ooh, of, I've been of there. world hit. What? Eh. Continue. I think we got something to talk about next week, but it was between <laughs> it was between the Byzantines and the Hamdanid Emirate of Aleppo. Okay, so this took place during the several century spanning Arabian Byzantine Wars. Got it. So we got a few things to talk about. I'll give a little overview. So it was an invasion of the general area of Asia Minor. When the Byzantines uh, count or basically did a little trick shot on these Hamnadids who were coming back from fucking them up. Oh God, this is tough to describe. I have no idea. What no you're one knows about. what's going on. Well, okay, so this actually helped me, so maybe it'll help you guys. Okay, it's the homework. So I had to do a refresher on the Byzantines. I don't remember what they were. I know about like the Byzantine art era. I yes. don't know much about anything else. So the Byzantine Empire follows the fall of the Roman Empire, and it encompasses the eastern part of the empire that broke off from that. Yeah. So that's Byzantine. Uh, they were in power from 395 to 1435. Whoa. So pretty, pretty long. That's they, a long string of power. They varied in power levels. Mm-hmm. Much like a Dragon Ball Z character, yes. we're all over the place. Uh, sometimes they're down on their luck. Sometimes they weren't. Uh, it was founded in the Eastern Roman capital of Byzantium. Byzantium, hence the name, the Byzantine, Byzantine Empire, by Emperor Constantine, which is a name I do remember. Ah, oh, yeah, Keanu Reeves. Movie. Yeah, exactly. Fighting them demons. Uh, they were a Catholic empire, but uh, they broke off from the Catholics. Ooh. And we're mainly just kind of an Orthodox Christian church. Hey, good for them. Yeah. Doing their own thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For breaking off. I know. Yeah. <laughs> just to, you know, just stick with their own opinions. Have know? a fun out there. Doing yeah. their own thing. So, who are these Byzantines, right? I've mm-hmm. um, got a few fun facts about them out over here. The Byzantine art is entirely focused on religion. Yeah. It's all Byzantine. Mm-hmm. The official language of the Byzantine Empire was Latin until 700. When it was changed to Greek. Oh. Uh, Constantinople was attacked and plundered by the Crusaders during the Fourth Crusade. The emperor often paid gold or a tribute to enemies to keep them from attacking. Mm-hmm. So they, they paid off 
the meanies. Paid him off. Yeah, so if you want to attack somebody, attack the Byzantine Empire because they'll take a little bit. You'll, you'll just make a little bit of money. Yeah, they'll be like, we'll give you some cheddar if you stop. Here's a <laughs> Emperor Justinian granted the rights of women to buy and own land, which was a big help to widows after their husbands had died. Hey, that's awesome. Isn't that cool? Look at that. I, I think they did some other not cool stuff. I don't know if it was I'm the sure they did a lot of not cool stuff, but that at least they did a, They're a, forward some, thinking. something a little cool. And then from the time of the early Roman Republic to the fall of the Byzantine Empire, Roman rule had a major impact on Europe for the next 2,000 years. They... Mm revised and kept a lot of their laws yeah. throughout the Middle Ages and whatnot. So Byzantine law ties pretty closely in with the Enlightenment era. Bada-bing, bada-boom. Bada-bing, bada-boom. We got the laws of the day. Tony Soprano's in the room. There we go. Thank you. That's where I was going <laughs> next. And then the city of Constantinople is called Istanbul today and is the largest city in the country of Turkey. Mm, I got a last sense. fun fact, and this is not a super fun fact. It's not like fun, or like it's not good. It's not a good fact. They hated the Arabian areas. Ah. They hated Muslims. They're bad. They thought they were. Wait, what? <laughs> no, no, no. Just <laughs> <laughs> talking about the, the Byzantines. Byzantines are yes. bad. Okay, thank you. <laughs> the Byzantines are bad for for being that way. Okay, good. Yes, exactly. Love everybody. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I think they get it at home. I hope so. <laughs> I can't imagine that be taken out of context. Um, <laughs> so for a long time there, there was something known as the Arab-Byzantine Wars, which was century-spanning and was basically major conflicts between these Arabian states and uh, the Byzantine Empire in general. Okay. Yeah, is this engaging content, you guys? Yes. Yeah, Are we cool. loving this out there? This is fun. Uh, is this seventh grade all over again? I hope so. You learned about this in seventh grade? Didn't we? I don't know. I think we did. Ancient Mesopotamia. This isn't Mesopotamia, but... We didn't go to the same high school, man. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. You had seventh grade in high school? Yeah, I was I was in seventh grade through my high school age. Oh, so you graduated seventh grade when you were 18? Yeah. Oh, I get it now. It took me a while to get to seventh grade. So, like we said before, the, the Byzantines were at war uh, with primarily these Muslim states, and then... Who are these Hamdanids that are a central part of this battle? Who the, are these? The guys? Hamdanids. Hamdanids. H A M. Hamdanerds. Ooh, take oh. take that Hamdanid dynasty. <laughs> so, the internet refers to the this, I suppose, era as mm. the Hamdanid dynasty. They only reigned from eight hundred and ninety to a thousand and four. That's not very long. Dynasty. That's dynasty? That, you calling that a dynasty? You calling that a dynasty? Get out of here. Well, that's kind of like they made the, the whole show about the Peaky Blinders on Netflix. Uh-huh. You guys know that show? Yeah. Everyone um, out there is nodding their heads. So they made that show, and the, the actual Peaky Blinders gangs, if you read about it, got wiped out after like three years. Oh. They, they did not last very long. Oh. Yeah. Well, then maybe the Hamdadids are a little cooler than I thought. Yeah, but that's a long. That's a pretty long time. Okay, so the Hamdanids, uh, they were mainly in northern Iraq and Syria. Uh, there's not a ton about them, mainly because that whole period in which they existed, the the Arab Byzantine Wars were going on. Mm-hmm. So they were mainly fighting the whole time, just fighting the entire time. Uh, I even have in my notes here, seemingly pretty short lived for a dynasty. Uh, they were led at the time of this battle that we'll talk about soon by Saif al-Dala, mm-hmm. Prince Saif al-Dala. He was the prince of the Hamadids and aligned himself mainly with several of the other Muslim Arabic tribes, and he was a major part of the entire conflict that was going on at yeah. the time. So the reason that I can gather that the Hamadids are important is that this guy specifically Saif was leading a lot of successful small raids on the Byzantine Empire. His idea was in and out, in and out, in and out, and then he would just go back home while other shit was going on. Now, this might be the wine. Okay. But I have no idea what's going on. I know. I'm sorry, guys. (laughs) Trust me. I had to read so much today about this. Continue. Okay. So, uh, (laughs) I don't know why I said it here said he died like a bitch, but we'll get back to that later. 
Um, okay, so in review, what's going on right now yes. is that all you got to know is that we're not rooting for either side here, I don't think, right? Uh, the ham, Hamdadids. There's the Byzantines, and then there's the Hamadids. Uh-huh. The Byzantines are the full empire. The Hamadids are just part of the full Arabic um, emirates, which is uh, the word for states in that area. Uh-huh. So part of like the United uh, Arabian States, essentially. Um, they don't like the Byzantines because the Byzantines are trying to increase their influence through all of Asia Minor. Mm-hmm. And then the people like the Hamadids are these up-and-coming tribes who want to take control. And especially someone like Saif, who is the prince of the Hamadids, he wants to be able to continually show his power to the other Emirates. This makes sense. Am I saying that right? Emirates? Emirates. Emirates? Yeah. Is it Emirates? Yeah. He is, oh, golly. I never say any of these words out loud. Continue. I'm talking about Emirates all the time now. Um, so, the specific battle we're talking about is the Battle of Andrasus. Yes. Okay. That was the homework. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, at the time that this conflict happened, we had Nike Forest Focus and his younger brother, Leo, were running the Byzantine Empire. So, Nike, as we'll call him, is about to be emperor Leo is a lesser general. He's known mm-hmm. as Leo the Younger. And they are, Leo heads up most of the uh, strategos, or the Stra- battle strategy. Strategos. Strategos of um, the homeland of the Byzantines. And yeah. then Nike more leads the outside campaigns. Uh, so Byzantine and Muslim Emer- Emirates. <laughs> oh, that's the wine. Uh, we're going back and forth in land struggles. They were always trying to one-up each other. Um, and then the Byzantines were always in flux of losing and gaining land uh, to the Emirates mm-hmm. in general. And uh, they didn't, since they had so much more land to protect, they were a lot more vulnerable to sneak attacks and raids and things like that. So yeah. stuff that would just like, it would not take over the whole country, but it would be these little sneak attacks that'd be like, ah, goddamn. Like damn they, it, they couldn't really... get they couldn't get any big land back because they had to spend so much time like fending off these smaller attacks, which usually they would come with a lot more people than the Byzantines could could handle all the time, mm-hmm. which is why we have to talk about the siege of Shandax. Of course, if do. you started listening to this podcast and you thought we weren't talking about the siege of Shandax, you're a fool. You're a fucking idiot. So, any great historian out there, which I assume there are many listening, about a hundred. They're probably wondering, yeah, all of you are historians, you're probably wondering why we're talking about the Battle of Andrasis, and we haven't yet touched upon the Byzantines trying to regain control of the island of Crete. Ah, why is nobody <laughs> talking about this? I'm saying, eh, hang tight. <laughs> <laughs> so, strap, we're going to get there. Uh, so, Crete was held by uh, the Muslim nations for a very long time. Classic. Yes. And the Byzantines wanted it back. So it was a multi-year, like several decades spanning effort for the Byzantines to regain control of Crete by sieging the capital of Chandax. Uh, This took approximately from spring of 960 to spring of 961 to complete in total. How does it take people so long to do this? Well, it took so long to get there, travel to Crete. And then yeah. they had to siege the city. So basically, this the whole city of Chandax and then the greater like country of Crete, area of Crete, was under war the whole time. I feel like a siege should take a month at the most. Yeah, well, you should uh, tell it to old Nike Focus, <laughs> which sounds like a new shoe. Yeah, well, I think it might be a shoe. Yeah, the Nike Focus. Nike Focus. So Nike was mm. out and about handling the siege of Chandax. Chandax or whatever however you want to say it and they were doing some typical siege tactics at the time but Chandax was apparently pretty well guarded but they did some cool sneaky stuff Uh. yeah where he was using I think at the time a common siege tactic of a battering ram yeah to take down the the fortress of Chandax the city Mm -hmm. and all of uh, the defenders were like going like oh no we're getting battering rammed and then it was like psych were actually mining, and they were mining oh. underneath the whole time, and they got into the city, and then they were pretty much fucked from there. So that was all happening, and basically all the Byzantines had to go nutsos 
to siege Sandax. So mm-hmm. that's when our boy Safe decided, oh, I'm going to go ahead and raid this fortress in the Byzantine Empire, okay. get a bunch of our prisoners back, steal a bunch of money, burn a bunch of shit down, go home. So he did that, and he actually did it very successfully. He okay. snuck in, and by, by the time he had snuck into the Byzantine Empire uh-huh. at the Battle of Andrasis, this is kind of catches up to where we're really at, uh, he... Oh God! <laughs> so I'm lost myself. Just this now. is this is an entire Game of Thrones season. You're just it's pretty cool. Uh, so he there's not a lot of information, but there's not a lot of information about any of this stuff. To be honest, mm-hmm. uh, just the broad strokes of history um, that we must commit to memory, or else we be doomed to repeat them. So he goes, takes his fortress. By the time that happens, you remember Leo the Younger, yes, guy holding down the fort uh, back in the Byzantine Empire. They say Leo, our guy's safe. From the Hamnadids, he just took over this fortress. What the heck? This is a Game of Thrones episode. Yeah, it's a, it's the the most recent one, well, the most recent season. Sure, where they attack Castle Rock, they give it up oh. and take up High Garden. Whoa, history does repeat itself, man. All I'm saying is, uh, Game of Thrones is a ripoff. If I was uh, the Prince of Hamnadid, safe, I'd sue. I'd sue for my God, life man. rights back. So, Safe apparently was a very prideful person. He actually mm-hmm. heard that the Byzantines were pre- like poised to defend themselves coming back. And he's like, how? We got all these people. We got all this money. We about to get it done. We going home. About to get it done. He'd been doing this a bunch. He'd had a lot of success with these little raids. Yeah. So he thought, he's like, I'm no shit. Don't worry about me. So he goes back the exact same mountain pass he entered in. But all the Byzantines knew he entered that pass. And it, even it was reported, I think, hindsight's 2020 that some of safe's advisors were like don't go back the same way that's stupid why would you do that because they went through like a fairly narrow mountain pass so that they could go relatively undetected into the byzantine empire and then lo and behold when they're just about back home across the border who's waiting for them but leo the young and all the byzantine troops game of thrones episode who were severely outnumbered but had the high ground and also had the benefit of anticipation so they had this they ambushed him they ambushed safe exactly straight up wrecked his ass so that's the battle of andrasis is really like there's not a lot on it mainly because it's an ambush the whole like everything i could read on it was all just the, the the why it matters yeah so it became a case study in ambushes and that's why it influenced a ton of battles throughout the the era of byzantine wars and that they're like kind of don't let hubris get the best of you also like these raids don't matter that much if you're going to take such huge losses just coming back home this is the episode it's crazy this is exactly what they made hey maybe we gotta look it up hey george rr you're about to get an email but my friend about to get an email uh, because we figured out where you got your inspiration from <laughs> so <laughs> Uh, there's a couple funny last things about it. Um, so, they the Byzantines basically decimated the Hamnadids. This was marked as probably the end of the Hamnadid dynasty for yeah. kind of what it stood for for years to come. Safe was going to decline in health from this point on. They lost all the money they got from doing the raid. They lost all. They freed all the people, and then the Byzantines even took majority of their troops as slaves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, who do we root for? They took a bunch of these guys. Eh, it wasn't great. Um, but apparently so many slaves that all the cities and farmsteads were full of them for years to wow. come. Damn. So they basically took out a huge, a massive amount of the adult male Hamnadid population. Uh, in addition to that, Safe got away. He got, he got free. Yeah, he got free. His generals took the hit for him. Yeah, so did Jamie Lannister. Well, you're right. And basically... A lot of the leadership of the Hamnadids, the young leaders, got wiped out in this battle because he mm-hmm. took them all with him. Like, guys, what's going to happen to us? They're all over in Crete, Siege and Chandax. Yeah. Psych, Leo the Young's on it. And then the funny way, Safe got away. There's two stories about it. Apparently there was potentially a traitor or sympathizer on the Byzantine side who gave Safe his horse to ride back to safety on. Or it's also speculated that Safe had all the treasure with him, and he like threw it at troops to distract him as he ran away. 
because huh. the troops yeah. are more into getting the treasure. Take the gold, take he's the like, gold. come on, come on. He's <laughs> like, it's like a reverse <laughs> ET trail of yeah. gold. <laughs> take the gold, take the gold. Yeah, so he threw a bunch of gold and got away. And then Safe is gone. He soon thereafter declined in health, and the Byzantines kind of stomped over the Hamdids for a while. Look at that. And that concludes my most difficult homework to make interesting ever and research. Oh my goodness. Hey, well, you know, that's life, man. How about that? The Battle of Andrasis. That's it. I still Ooh. don't know what happened. Still don't know which part was the Battle of Andrasis, but we That part, are the last here. part, the ambush was. Eh, okay. Oh, re- you know what I, you learned. Got it. If you well. know at home what the Battle of Andrasis was, Venmo me five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. We on to the next nice. assignment? We are. We're on to my homework. Guys, how is this episode going for you so far? My homework was Ursula Haverbank. Okay. What what's significant about her? She's a fucking villain, dude. Yeah, but she was also born on November eighth. The same day as the battle of Andrasis. So here's the thing. As you guys know, we live together. We were hanging out earlier. I told you You and Ursula or you and me? You me and you. Oh, uh, okay. Um, I told you earlier, there's not a whole lot on her. Mm-hmm. There's still not. There's, mm. there's really not at all. Oh, but no. I didn't tell you that she's a villain. Super person. villain. Yes. Evil person. She's an evil person. Oh, no. So, we'll get there. Oh. We'll get there. I'm excited. Yeah. There's a little cliffhanger for you guys. Ooh. Okay. Uh, Ursula Haverbeck. <laughs> Coming in hot. Born on November 8th, 1928. Uh, she was born in Wintershed in the state of Hesse. Um, and according to her, uh, she lived as a displaced person in Sweden for a while. That means that's homeless? Yeah, like a displaced, like, like she was forced out of her homeland. Oh, no. She was forced out of Germany by the wars and such. Uh, she studied philosophy, philosophy and linguistics uh, for over 50 years. Haverbeck wa- worked in the political shadow of her husband. And after her husband's death in 1999, she took over many of his functions, including the chair of the International Adult Education Establishment College Collegium Humanium, is what it would translate to. Oh. Um in Vlotho, North Rhine, West Falafia. <laughs> Guys, this is a tough app. <laughs> this is a tough app. Um, I don't want to throw you off your grind too much. They both, they both founded <laughs> oh it in God. 1963. Okay. The Collegium Humanium was first active in the German environmental movement and from the early 1980s openly turned to the right-wing extremism movement. The establishment was subsequently banned from the German Federal Ministry of the Interior in 2008. You catch all that? Banned for what? I'll get there. <laughs> Who is Ursula? Her husband was Werner George Haverbeck, who during the Nazi period was temporar- temporarily engaged in the national leadership of the Nazi party. Oh, boy. Founder and director in 1933 of the German Imperial Federation of Nation and Homeland, as well as the writer and publisher, historian, folklorist, and parson of the Christian community form, or of the Christian community. Uh, from 1982, he was also on the scientific advisory board of the Ecology Democratic Party and party member. So. Here's in in summation. Okay. Here's what we if have I'm to looking say. in, I'm I'm listening. If I'm looking into the middle distance, um, a whole lot of this was like as I was researching this lady, I was like, should we even fucking talk, talk about, about her? her? She's bad. Yeah, her husband was a higher up Nazi. Can I have a, essentially. Can I have a quick question? She bought into it. Yeah. Were are Nazis Christians? Yes. Huh. Well, yeah. They're like I would. Here's this is completely without research. I would assume. I would assume. Yeah. I would assume they're Christians because of their hatred of Judaism. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yes, I guess I would never even associate them with religion besides the hatred of the one. I think they're hardcore Christians. Oh, well, hey guys, I wasn't a history major. <laughs> As clear by my homework. <laughs> All right, so now we're getting uh, from. 
1983 to 1989. Okay. In in Haverbeck's life, uh, she was the president of the World Union for the Protection of Life. And in this position, she disclosed her opposition for the Western system and the Allied occupation of Germany. Okay. Wait. Um, bad. She didn't like it. Uh, well, I feel like they wouldn't if she was German. Her husband was a Nazi? Yes. Yeah. She didn't like that they were trying to like establish a Western form of democracy in, in Germany. Yeah, even though just prior to Hitler, they had one. <laughs> just prior. <laughs> Barely prior. She was alive when they still had one. Uh... Well before Germany's reunification in 1990, Haverbeck cultivated connections to the right-wing political group. Um, she cultivated connections to the right-wing political groups like the National Democratic Party of Germany uh-huh. with the aim of a major national collective movement in Germany. The orientation intensified in the years following. It was... Um, Probably it was like towards the path where she became acquainted to the neo-Nazi lawyer Horst Mahler. Mm-hmm. So she's starting to get back into that ne- the Nazi she's stuff. back into the Nazi. I didn't yeah. realize she was entirely out of the Nazi stuff. No. Well, she was out of it for a little bit. I think she was just trying to live life. And I think she always had the mentality and the ideas, but she like was in a, like a position of political power and was like playing the system. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she started getting older, and she was like, I gotta make sure my views are heard. I gotta be me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which, if you're a Nazi, don't. Eat, pray, love, be a Nazi. (laughs) Don't do it. Yeah, please don't. Keep, yeah, just just stop. Um, Where was I at here? Uh, From this, she became... When did she meet the little mermaid? I'm telling you. (laughs) From this, she became active as... A member uh, and deputy director of the Society for the Rehabilitation of Those Persecuted for the Refumator of the Refuation of the Holocaust. Oh! So she, <laughs> yeah. Oh! I hate this week. So do I. I don't oh, like. En- I didn't God. enjoy reading about this gal. Oh, she's no. fucking awful. She was an advocate for the people who said it didn't happen. Well, we're. Yeah, and also she said it didn't happen. She's, she was an advocate for the people who were persecuted for the Holocaust. She was like... Not for the people who did, said it didn't happen, for the people who fucking did it. Oh, so she... so Oh. Because she said it, she was like, it didn't happen, and these people were persecuted for no reason. Oh. Yeah. Oh, she's Not so great. bad. She's so bad. I feel like she makes Prince Safe of the Hamdadid seem like a little... No, he's pretty bad, too. Everyone's bad this episode. Everyone's bad. We're bad, too. So, he, now we're more towards present day. Okay. Would you like to know her nickname? Fucking... As established in the media? Uh, <laughs> Take a guess. Lady Nazi? Nope. Close, though. Nazi Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Pick Nazi grandma. We picked Nazi grandma. (laughs) So here's messed up. Here's the situation. Here's what's going on. This is interesting. This is still very. Here's what's going on with Nazi grandma. We don't don't like Nazi grandma at homework with friends. We just had to do a homework assignment on her. So at the age of eighty nine, she lived that long. She's still alive. Some, I think. No. Yeah. Ugh. Good. Bad people live so long. Actually, maybe she's not. I don't know. I That's don't know okay. if she died. That's okay. Uh, authorities <laughs> in West Western Germany arrested serial Holocaust denier Ursula Haverbeck Thank on God. Monday, um, and she she failed to show up at at prison last week to start her sentence. She was fucking running. So this is like a direct quote. After the convict failed to report to the relevant penal institution within the deadline, prosecutors in Virden on May 4th, 2018, so I'm assuming she's still alive. Oh my god, this was so recent. Yeah. Issued an order to execute the sentence and have charged police with its implementation. Um, police found Haverbeck at her home on Monday and transferred her to prison to begin her two-year term. 
So she's really only being sentenced. So a life sentence. <laughs> yeah, essentially. She's really only being sentenced to prison because she's a, a denier and she wrote about it. Um, she was sentenced for incitement by denying the mass murder of millions of Jews during the Nazi era in Germany. Mm-hmm. And this so, is by the, the Germans, right? Yes. Because from yeah, what yeah, I yeah, yeah. know, very limited, what I've read online is that they they teach German citizens and German youth a lot about World War Two. They do, and it's illegal to it, it is illegal to deny the Holocaust. Yes, yeah, especially in like written publication for like yeah. It's not like they're still out there going like, oh, crazy grandma Ursula. Crazy grandma Ursula doesn't theory. really know I think what you have, talking you about. have a lot more freedom in America to make those crazy-ass yeah, claims. They, they go to jail. Yeah. Um, Good. My last little note is Haverbeck, who German media often refers to as Nazi grandma, mm-hmm. has never spent time in prison despite several previous convictions for denying the Holocaust. In which seven or in which six million Jews were murdered by the Nazis between 1941 and 1945, uh, until she was arrested. So, Ugh. so she is currently in prison. Good. Um, yeah, obviously good. I hate that lady. Uh, she was a straight villain, dude. But there wasn't a ton to learn about her before mm-hmm. any of that stuff. It's like she became popular in more recent history. It's kind of weird that she. She wrote like a few articles for for this thing that I tried to find. I my original thought on this was that I'll find like a biography on this person because you said like when we first picked it, you were like author and historian. I was like, oh, I could probably find like a biography but or an autobiography. False, on her. <laughs> yeah, false author, yeah. false historian. <laughs> so there wasn't a lot of stuff to read about her. I, I, I good. Because why? Yeah. And like, I think that most of her stuff that she published has been scrubbed from. I, yeah. From the I internet. feel like nowadays we're going to have ourselves in America lots of Nazi grandmas. But I did send you. I know. Yeah. An email. Got it. It's a YouTube clip. And it's like a minute long video. And it seems to be a little. I haven't watched it either. We're going to watch this for the first time together. Oh. There's a whole lot of news clips of it, but this one's only a minute. And it seems to be a news clip talking about her, but it also has her talking a little bit. So we get to hear this lady uh, speak for for a couple minutes. Uh, I hope we're not giving Nazi grandma a platform here. <laughs> no, it's a it's a news article about her, like or a little YouTube clip about her getting arrested. This clip is called "Why I Love My Nazi Grandma." <laughs> Dalton, <laughs> just kidding. This video is called Ursula Haverbeck. Nazi grandma, 89-year-old, jail for Holocaust denial, caught in Germany. Damn, descriptive title. Yeah. Okay. No ads this time. You guys are going to love this at home. Oh, sorry. Oh. It's, it's like a, oh no. Maybe it's like a video with music on it. Yeah, it is. I thought she talked on it, though. She might be. Who is Ursula Haverbeck, the Nazi grandma jailed for Holocaust denial? We're just seeing her. Holocaust denial is a criminal offense in Germany, and Haverbeck has racked up a string of convictions. Her denial of the Holocaust, which claimed the lives of six million Jews, has laid has led the media to call her Nazi Mama. She was married to Werner George Haverbeck, an enthusiast of the Nazi Party. Together, they founded the now banned right wing Education Center. In 2015, she was seen on TV declaring that the Holocaust was the biggest and most sustainable lie in his... Jesus, Ursula. Okay, I think this is just... Okay, my bad. I didn't vet the video. Ugh. I watched... I watched... I, like, played it, and I saw her talking and thought that she was speaking on it. I was excited to hear her voice. I didn't want to hear any of it, because I wanted us to watch it together. So that was my B. I'm bad at this. I guess... I'm okay. bad at home. I can pull guys. up an. I don't want to pull up an interview for this. No, nasty no, 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 no. I don't want to hear anything she has to say. I'm gonna. I got look here. You keep him entertained. We gotta figure something out real quick. So here's the thing about Ursula. She's equally as evil as Ursula and Little Mermaid. Uh, probably even more so because Ursula and the Little Mermaid. I don't remember what her plot was, but she definitely wasn't denying the Holocaust. She certainly wasn't. No. Uh, Which uh, has to be trying to find the right name for something right now it's just ludicrous for what what happened to deny the holocaust yeah i know i hate it 
And she was she was alive during it. I feel like if you're alive during it and you're still denying it, it just means you took part in it. Yeah. Okay. So here's what we're gonna do. This is gonna be the number one piece of our description in the podcast today is we'll put a link to the GoFundMe for the Pittsburgh synagogue shooting. Yeah. So fuck Ursula. Fuck Ursula. And get some money that GoFundMe. I'll give That'd some money after this as well. I will also. Because bite me. Oh, look at this. They're at a $1.2 million goal. They're at about $1.16 millions right now. Which means that we as a podcast and our listeners can take them over the edge. Yeah, we can, we definitely, can get that extra. We can definitely get a hundred bucks out there, you guys. But <laughs> it's better uh, than nothing. Is yeah, as I, I was like looking up videos of her, and I'm like, we don't need to hear her talk. No, she's done. She's done. She's Ugh. in prison. She'll probably die there. Hopefully, die there. Nasty woman. Um, what a nasty week. Nasty week for the podcast. Ugh, this has been nasty week. We're sorry, guys. This is what you now you get a little glimpse into why we both probably wanted to drink for this podcast. Uh, I did because yeah. you know how are you gonna talk about the Byzantine Empire? How are you gonna talk about Nazi grandma? I know. This turns out maybe this was a bad idea We're for not, a homework. Yeah, maybe we won't do special days anymore. Sorry, guys. I, here's what I will say about special days. We did learn some out-of-the-box stuff. We learned some stuff that I never thought I would have to learn. The birthday of Nazi grandma. <laughs> I'll never forget the birthday of Nazi grandma. And let's hope the death day. Oh, you think she's going to die on the exact day of her birth? Let's just say we have some listeners out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate her. And then we've got uh, the Byzantine Empire, Prince Saif. He's a little bit of a jerk. Little bit of dick. I also think, honestly, Nike and Leo were jerks too. Yeah, she's probably dying tomorrow. Ugh. All right, guys. I guess this just takes us to one last thing. No, two. We got two more. We got two more. We got two more things, guys. He's fucking drunk. Uh, (laughs) I'm buzzed. (laughs) And that's a little thing called grades, and we're going to be right back at it now. We're not even taking a break. Don't even. Don't believe that. We back with grades, guys. I didn't. I didn't realize we we're gonna be back. I'm, I'm on my phone doing shit. Oh, this guy's dude did little around on his phone. My bad. My bad. Like a damned fool. Hi. What's hey up, guys. guys. Yeah, we had. We didn't take a break. We didn't take a break. I'm not doodling on my Isn't phone. Isn't it fun how we keep this up? You're all idiots. Don, you ready for grades? No. Oh, me neither. Did you buy a bunch of these hats with weird little things on them? Oh, do you see it? Yeah. Oh, Don, they can't. What, what are you seeing? You he has a. Uh, I would say royal blue beanie. Yeah, with a piece of pizza on it. Yep, guy from the Dollar Tree. Yeah, but the other night you were also wearing a black beanie with a little emoji. <laughs> Crying on emoji. It. On it. <laughs> <laughs> it's my new signature look. I'm gonna see if it works out on all those crazy dates I'm going on. Probably won't. It won't. They don't like it. They don't like it. I think I wore the emoji one to one last night. Ah, eh, probably why it didn't go well. I flipped it upside down. That's a good move. Still didn't go well. <laughs> Just kidding. If you're listening, it went great. Uh, we, it didn't. Yeah, but we, we got grades. Guys, we're going to peel back the curtain for you a little bit. Peel back the curtain. Not sure how great the November 8th special was. It wasn't wonderful. As far as the homework assignments themselves, they're difficult to grade. <sighs> yeah. As they were difficult assignments. So we're going back to... You know those classes where you don't really care about your GPA? Don't care about them. You just do a little pass-fail. Well, you know that you might not get the best grade, so you go pass-fail. You go pass-fail because you yeah. need the credit. Yeah. So, Don, I guess you're the head of the class, so I can let you go first. Logan. Yeah. This week, for your homework, I'm going to give you a pass. Whew, thank God. Dalton. Yeah. For your homework assignment on... She who must not be named. Yes. You get a fail. Ah! <laughs> I tricked you. <laughs> Just kidding. You get a pass. All right. Do you guys at home look at the grades ever? I don't think they give a shit about You care the about grades. the grades that much? I know the Dunn's punishment was well received. We'll keep that up. We didn't do one this week. Yeah, I we forgot. forgot. Never mind. Um, <laughs> oh god, I don't think we're off the rails as much as we're just in the. This is the podcast now. This is what it is. It's uh It's it's constantly moving, always changing. 
I think this one is a very interesting episode for sure. But uh, this podcast is fluid as fuck. Very fluid. Very fluid. All fluid. So we both got passes for this week. Both got passes. Don will maintain his reign as head of the class. Yes, I, will... I could. I could tag on a dunce punishment. I guess if I wanted. You can to. tag on. You should tag on a dunce yeah. punishment for next week for me. Uh, it's not gonna be a winner take all next week. No two dunce punishment. No two dunce. Uh, we're just gonna keep on rolling with semester three, which I believe has been a really strong semester so far. About as strong as you can fucking get. Oh, so fucking strong. Oh, just like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh no, this takes us to the very last section of the podcast, and that yeah. is homework for next week. Woo! Homework for next week. All right. Well, right. Barry told me you got an idea. Yeah, but I want you to go first. Okay, guys. November. Thanksgiving, hanging at the house with your family, what you do after you eat all that turkey. What do you do? Yeah, watching some sports, buddy. Watching, well, mostly just football. You're watching football. But, November's a great month for sports. November is, yeah. Yeah, we're just over baseball. Yes. But, basketball's back in the in, back in the groove. B-ball's back. College football's heating up. I'd say in full swing. I'd say NFL as well. Full swing. Full swing. College softball, starting to pick up. Is it? I have no clue. I think it's a spring sport. I think it's a spring sport. What a fool I look like. College soccer, though. Woo! Full swing. Keep a lookout. Swing. So, as you know, I'm a big sport guy. Uh, you're the sportiest dude I know. Dalton's a little bit of a Melvin, so I want to push him outside of his comfort zone. <laughs> <laughs> and here's what I want to know. I've always been fascinated in the world of minor league Sports, minor league sports, minor league sports in general. Yeah, huge fan of the Dayton Dragons. You Shouts love out. those Dayton Dragons. Love those Dayton Dragons. So, I want to learn, and you can take this in a lot of different directions. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm here, and I would venture to guess that some of these athletes might be able to be reached out to. Mm-hmm. I want to know about the studs of minor league baseball. The studs of minor league baseball. Yeah, huh? the studs of them. That are, are not playing in November. That are not playing in November. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Oh, boy. <laughs> I get it. I get that. Do you know what I'm talking time. about? They're not playing right now. Actually, you know what? Scrap that. I don't want that. What? No. You're going to change up your whole homework. Yeah, because now that I'm thinking about it, that's not going to be interesting. All right. You're going to learn about who? Johnny Cracks a Bat? Johnny Cracks a Bat. From North Carolina? That's him. What are we going to learn? His stats? Probably his stats. Ugh. Get out of here. So what's the, what's the new homework? New homework. <laughs> Guys, don't you love the wine episodes? <laughs> <laughs> if you if you like this, uh, tweet us at homeworkpod and say, hashtag bring back the wine. Yeah. And uh, if you don't, we'll take your silence as disapproval. Disapproval? We'll go back to sobriety. Yeah, which should probably be helpful. Uh, so your new homework is, I want you to, I still want to stay on, on minor league sports. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I want to know, pull together the most prominent minor league sports in America today. Okay. And let us know about the champions of each one. Okay. The current champions of each one. So biggest minor league sports and the current champions of each one? Yeah. So where are the sports and who's dominant at them? Okay. Who's dominant at them is yeah. better. Because the champions would be a very short podcast. That's true. But who's dominant? Got it. Who's great? Who Who's the golden state of of minor league sports? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You got it now. That's kind of what was more in my head. I got you. The baseball one was stupid, and we all agree. Yeah, everybody... Tweeted at us the second this was recorded, even though it's not live, like, and said, that's stupid. fucking dumb. That's fucking dumb. I hate this. Well, I guess we're on to my homework. <laughs> uh, my homework is going to be, so I would like a comprehensive list. I guess you could make that like a short list of five and make it more elaborate if you want to. You could make it a long list of ten and just make it like quick synopsis of stuff. Sure. If you'd like to, I'm leaving it up to you. Okay. Of the greatest games, matches, events, and just all around like uh, happenings of, of sports in the month of November. Okay. Um, I just want to hear, like, it could be upsets. It could be 
just uh, thrilling games. It could be anything from the realm of of major of the National Football League to the WWE. Oh, anything. What hap- anything in sports and entertainment? Yeah, it happened in November. If it happened in November, I want to hear about it. I want you to tell me about it. I'm on it. And I could, I could, I'm such a sporto. I could do this homework right now. Would you like to know your uh, your dunce punishment? Oh yeah, I do have to do a dunce punishment. You got to do a dunce punishment, brother. In continuing with the wine episode, I would like you to one hour before the recording of next week's episode, you must drink a Seagram spiked. I'm in it. It's quick. It's yeah. easy. Well, it's the official drink of November. Too, it's the official so think, drink of November. I think it's easy. So I want you to, I want you to go to the jewel. I'll reimburse you. Sure. Grab a secret spiked. Pound that bad boy right before the episode. Come in hot. <laughs> <laughs> Bring some heat for us. I'm in it. I'm changing it up a little bit. I'm making it more of like a punishment. Ooh, the dunishment. The dunishment. All right, we're in it. We're in it. Hey guys. That takes us to the very end of this week's episode. And I guess that's the end. Thank you so much for listening. Once again, if you like the, the date specials like we did, we probably won't do one until we're really scraping at the bottom of the barrel for yeah, ideas again. Yeah. But I hope you enjoyed it a little bit. Hope you enjoyed it. Connect with us at, at email at homeworkwithfriends at gmail.com. Twitter at homeworkpod. On Instagram at Lake Street Studios. And Venmo, Logan Lukacs. And, Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to get that money back. <laughs> Giving a couple of shout outs for the money. No one's, no one's sent it anyway. I'm sorry. Donate to charity. Also, check out the links in the bio for the merch. Don't forget to give to the Pittsburgh the, Synagogue the, the shooting. The GoFundMe, yeah, yeah for the yeah. Pittsburgh Synagogue shooting. We should, we'll have that link in the bio as well. Uh, other than that, yeah. You know what we always say? Do your homework. Bye, bitch.